Welcome to I Wish I Knew, a Disrupt Ed TV podcast. Today, we're talking with Scott Titmus from New Jersey. As you know, this is a show where educators share a time when they jumped into something and wished there was one thing they could have known that would have helped out. Scott, what story do you want to share with us today? Well, I'm going to kind of go big picture here, and I'm going to say I wish I knew a little bit before I jumped into teaching in general. Um, and what I wish I knew is that every student that I was going to face had some sort of story and wanted to share it in some way or, or another. Um, so, so I'm thinking, you know, just in general, uh, you know, we hear this, that, you know, all students have something, everyone has a story behind them at home. Um, and they talked a lot about it at, in college and I felt like I learned this or that, but when I got into the classroom, I don't think I really, it really hit me until I started meeting these students and seeing their behaviors and the problems that they were having or the success that they were having. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that really, really hit home uh, two years ago uh, with two specific students uh, that I had. So one of them uh, would just literally not talk in my class mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning of the year going forward. If I even called on her, she would start crying. And I just, oh. at first I was thinking to myself, like, what? Like, <laughs> I'm not that scary. Yeah. What did <laughs> I do? Wow. Not, it wasn't one of those gotcha moments. Like you weren't paying attention and I was calling on her or anything uh-huh. like that. And I just couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, and I just figured she didn't want to share. She didn't like me. Maybe she didn't like my class and she wasn't comfortable and that wasn't going to change. Mm-hmm. And then we started doing uh, these short videos in my class using a tool called Flipgrid. Mm-hmm. And that, that seemed to make a big difference because before that, my, my one last ditch effort with her was, or to connect with her, was our cultural project where we had to do a green screen video and mm-hmm. she just couldn't physically could not cried in the corner and these are fifth graders as a fifth grade teacher i'm thinking boy <laughs> fifth graders really shouldn't be crying that much anymore mm-hmm, and, right uh, mm-hmm. so you know I, I i tried to connect with her i had her come in at lunch and say you know we could record the video without the class and she struggled through it uh, but then i started using flipgrid for a few different things and i gave them an assignment to do a, a book review and i said you know whatever you want to do just tell me about a book that you've been reading here are some examples uh, and again, she couldn't do it in class. So I kind of just said, all right, you know, I'm not going to force her. If she's not comfortable, she's not comfortable. Sure. And uh, at the time, my fiance and I were sitting on the couch at home around nine o'clock. And we uh, I started getting these emails saying that I got a, a Flipgrid response from the student. And wow. I thought to myself, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be good. What kind of video is she recording at nine o'clock? And I started thinking about how when I get home, I'm gonna have, or when I get to school the next day, excuse me, that when I get to school, I'm gonna have to explain about appropriate times to leave videos and what an appropriate video looks like. And I'm just starting to have like nightmares about career and how this is gonna go. Yep. (laughs) So, and then I watched the video and it's her dog is the first screen that I see. And I'm thinking, yep, nope, this is not gonna be appropriate, but at least maybe she's shared. Then I watched the rest of the video that she shared. And it turned out that the reason she had the puppy was because she was sharing about a book called The Magic Puppy. And she was using the puppy as an engagement to her book review. Wow. She then continued on for, I think, two minutes with the most enthusiasm, the biggest smile that I'd ever seen. It was a totally different student than I'd ever experienced in class. Um, 
And I spoke to her the next day and I think from then on out, things just kind of changed. And, you know, I, I don't know why she was so quiet in class at first. Maybe she just wasn't comfortable yet. But I think empowering our, student to, our students to share that voice is really what's made a huge difference. And um, it's funny, I, you know, as you, when you picked, you know, when you said what you're going to talk about, you know, when I went to school, we didn't really talk about what was going on at home. Nobody really cared what was going on at home. Right. And I don't even think that even when I was in college, anybody really cared what was going on mm -hmm. at home. And it, it's such a, a shift now. And I think that had I felt like somebody actually cared, because I was one of those underperforming kids, like if you really, if I really wanted to, you know, I could show you, I could, you know, get A's, but you know, for me to do this all the time, you know, you weren't that important. So I just right. didn't. So I think what you're saying is really important. And it's interesting that Flipgrid, you know, making the videos is what brought her out. Did you ever figure out what the connection was? Like what happened? You know, I, I don't, and I had, you know, I had a relationship with her parents and they were very nice. I don't think there was necessarily anything going on, like a big mm -hmm. story. You know, mm -hmm. I, we have plenty of students that have tumultuous home lives and I don't think that was the case. I think maybe she just hadn't been comfortable yet. And uh, given the right avenue to share is what helped her kind of come out of that shell. Wow. And, you know, everyone, I feel like all of it, we talk about our students learn differently. They also express themselves very differently. Mm -hmm. uh, they need to be given those different avenues to share. And I think that would have made a big difference mm -hmm. uh, earlier on if I had realized that. Um, well, how do you think that can be, um, like, how can we get that? to come through to new teachers because you know first year teachers you're you're just stressed about everything and you're so nervous in front of the class and how how can i help a first year teacher get that understanding what do you think i can do for her i think, I think if we all look inwards that is kind of the best place to start because you talked about like a first year teacher and how that first year teacher is stressed out and isn't well, that's, that's what their story is at that moment, you know? Yeah. So the, the reason they are the way they are, whether, it, you know, it's just stressed or whatever, it's because of the, the pressure that they're under to meet the standards that we have to meet or to make sure they follow all the directions from a principal and the initiatives and this and that. So I, I think maybe looking inward is a good way to, to reflect on it, to then kind of push that message that our students are the same. Have you brought this to your school? Have you had an opportunity to talk to other teachers about using Flipgrid? And the other question I want to ask you about Flipgrid is, have you considered putting um, a QR code out in the hallway so anyone going by can look at it? Because I read about that, doing that, and I'm actually thinking of doing that myself so that a visitor or the principal or whoever it is that's going by can use the QR code, you know, and tune in to see kind of what's going on in your class, especially with Flipgrid, because as you say, it's such a great piece. It's a great way to get voice from the students. Yeah, I'd say I'm a little bit of a Flipgrid fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, if you follow me on Twitter, I do tweet quite a bit about Flipgrid. I actually, uh, I'm a Flipgrid ambassador and um, I, I run the, the bi-weekly Flipgrid fever chat. So I try and stress that message about student voice and just giving students an opportunity to share. Um, you know, I, just kind of on the same point, I, I went to uh, their, their Flipgrid Live event over the summer and Matt Miller gave one of the keynotes and he talked about a lot about um, giving students a voice and he kind of 
checked everyone and said, you're not giving the students a voice. They have a voice. We just have to empower them to share. So that's, that's what I've been trying to do through Flipgrid, through really anything. Because when I, you know, at Flipgrid, I think those guys would say the same thing. It's, it's not really about Flipgrid. It's about just empowering them. Mm -hmm. really, mm -hmm. All the activities that you do with Flipgrid are you. That's your creativity. So, you know, along the same lines with your idea of putting the QR codes out. I love that. There, there's so many different ways that you can share, whether it's the QR code, they just came, they announced last night mixtapes, which is gonna be, you're gonna be able to take all, basically a collection of Flipgrid videos from your account and make them sort of a public mixtape of wow. like, the best to share out. So there, there's have so you, many- Have you been able to get, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I mean, I'm just like, is your school on board with this? Is Are you getting, you know, support from your administration or are they passing the word? How is that working? I hope. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. So my, my role, originally I was in the classroom as a, a third grade and a fifth grade teacher. And then last year I transitioned into technology integration. So mm -hmm. um, Flipgrid is one of those big things because it's so easy to learn that mm -hmm. I just, that was a good introductory piece for me to teach teachers that I was still trying to introduce myself to. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, the administrators love it. We've got building principals who are doing, they transition their weekly email, which <laughs> we're all honest about it. Not too many parents probably read, right? Mm -hmm. They just don't have time. Mm -hmm. A weekly Flipgrid video. And it's just kind of funny to see that the principals share in that way. The parents are really engaged. Uh -huh. And then they started bringing in the students. So not only was the principal delivering a weekly message, he would go down to the second grade classroom and say, hey, come on, you're gonna, you're gonna be the star on the video this week. And so there, there's lots of ways that they're engaging communities in our district that the teachers are buying in big time. And, and now that Flipgrid's free completely, all of the used to be paid features are available to everybody. It's really taking off. That's wonderful. I have to confess, I only just tried it once uh, so far. I just put it in the class and had the kids do their uh, introductions to each other. And they really are, they're a hoot. I mean, I just get the biggest yeah. kick out of them. And they, get a, they really enjoy watching everybody else. You know, it's just as yeah. entertaining to listen to the other side, you know, somebody else as it is to, you know, see yourself. And so somebody, uh, they're, they're a YouTube generation, right? So when you put them on the, behind a camera, even though they might, want not, might not want to raise their hand and share something in class, if you put them behind the camera, it's a whole new personality. They've got like a nickname and they've got props. And it, Isn't that it's awesome. amazing? Yeah. That really is amazing. Well, we've been speaking with Scott Titmus today um, about his use of Flipgrid in his uh, school in New Jersey. Uh, Scott, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Well, we hope you'll join us again when we talk about Disrupted TV Podcast. Thanks for listening.